When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brandt, Bernard, and Mike Brandt. And we'll be right back. Got a big hour. Got some people who are there in D.C. We got some audio uh, in the second segment. And the third segment, we got Kostaki Economopolis. A very busy hour right after this with the family. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Oh, that's right. I can't do that because there's a delay. Yes, there is. Yes, it's very weird to hear you. It sounds really odd. You're doing it in a round. Yes. That's not good. So, Michael. Yeah. From a legal standpoint and all this stuff here, I mean, the 25th Amendment thing just went out the window. That's not going to happen. Oh, did they decide not to do it? Somebody, I think. I can't remember who who said we're not doing it, and that's okay. how we do it. 
Um, and as far as the impeachment is concerned, why? So, so this is also he can't run again. Well, I think that's one of the things. I mean, there, there's a whole discussion going on: is did he did he reach the level of uh, promoting what happened that you you need to do this? Um, I, I I think there's the big argument because of the amount of time that's left that just really yeah, let's just cares? move on. Yeah, but. Right. If you truly believe that what he did was was uh, incite it, I mean, what does a guy need to do for you to actually move on it? You know, I it's a it's a weird I don't know it's a it's a weird question and it's a sad question. And if we find out that they were provided maps and we find out that they were being promoted by other Congress people, that's scary um, overall just for the country. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but I, I lean towards you, know, I, you and I had a conversation before I lean towards one of the first things Biden does is is uh, pardon him and just say, look, I want to move ahead right. and let's right. pardon him and we're going to move on and I'm not going to worry about this anymore. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people in the party and there's a lot of people overall that are that are promoting that idea. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I kind of wish he was still on Twitter just so we knew what, what he was thinking. But that ain't going to happen. No, yeah. he's never getting back on there. <clears throat> yep. No, so. I'm not gonna. I wonder if I do they not like realize the precedent that that would set if they did impeach him oh, for God, yes. saying, oh, you know, like if they like got him on. Okay, everyone organized on the sixth, and they say, okay, that was enough to be con- the constitute, you know, inciting a riot. The precedent that would set because pff, half of Congress has said something like that to some degree whether it's we need to act now you know we need to take back our city our country or whatever they've all said stuff like that so you set the precedent where uh you can interpret basically anything as inciting a riot well then what happens to all of them but I think the link is is that this actually happened. I mean, it's it's like the comparison to what that guy said over the summer in front of Kroll's house. You know, he got attacked for what he said, and what he said was horrible. Totally agree. But nobody did it. And when you get somebody saying it and then they do it, that's the difference. Um, there have been also, tons of riots in the past year, though. Which riot are you going to say is led by a congressperson? Well, that's the thing, though. There isn't. There is not. There's not one example out there of a congressperson saying, "Let's go burn down Target," well, or "Let's go." Yeah, but there's a lot of examples of politicians saying, "Let's bail out the rioters." I mean, that's, well, that's after, not okay either. Isn't that isn't that fundamentally okaying it? That's I mean, an, you, you that's, know, after, that's the problem. Is we're all in this very slippery slope right now of making people uh, crazy. Everybody's knee-jerk reacting to absolutely everything, blaming each other, judging each other, and just being so obnoxious. Something's got to stop. And I don't know what it's going to be or who's going to do it, but this has gotten to the point of mental insanity. It's crazy how people are behaving right now. And it's not going to stop because people keep on pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing narratives that are not healthy and are not productive. I, I, I agree, piece. but after the fact, bailing people out, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a number of people that are bailing out that kid from Wisconsin that are, you know, playing a big role, and he shot people. He actually killed people. Well, it, you know, we've got this whataboutism too. It's like, okay, that person did something bad on my side, but your side did fifty things yeah, worse. That's than true. Mine. It's but, like it's got to start being at a level intelligent. 
discourse or else if we're all going to be a bunch of emotional crazy people i don't even know what's going to happen I'm moving to a commune. Is all I know. <laughs> yeah, really, a commune. I'm pretty. I'm like keep telling people. I'm like, where can we find land? Yeah, I will try, make a commune. We're gonna try to get into Switzerland. I will care for the children. <laughs> we're gonna stay as and neutral grow as the we vegetables. can. <laughs> Dan will yes, build the homes. True. We have a call. We have a call. Who is it? <laughs> it's. Patty Barr. It's Good to hear from you. Happy oh, birthday. She gave her real name. The birthday girl. <laughs> she has the same birthday <laughs> as L.A. Birthday Nick. Girl. Oh, it's his it's birthday. It's his birthday, oh, birthday today, today, too. Happy birthday to wow. both of you. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Patty. Me, so, well, me and Alexander Hamilton. Oh. Well. You do love Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. She does. How many times have you... How many... How many times have you... Patty, how many times have you seen Hamilton? 30, 40, 100? At I don't even know. play or on TV? <laughs> how many times Either have you seen the play? In total. I've seen the play three times. Once down in Fort Lauderdale, okay. then at the Kravitz in West Palm, and then in New York with Nina and Jeb. Who, who was the, and then of who's the lead in New York? On, I don't know. I mean, they're all just so dang good. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't tell you that part. I have to pull out that playbill. The um, t- uh, I sent my old or my I sent my oldest to it the first year, um, and I researched that theater and sent him to it. And then he hit me with, "Well, Lin Manuel doesn't go work on certain days." I'm mm. like, "How do I know that?" Yeah, like, what so, I- <laughs> so he went and he got the backup guy, which kind of was sad. He thought, yeah. and then after the show, when he was hang when they were walking around the park, the backup guy started talking to him. So he Ooh. spent all this time with pictures of the backup guy and the whole deal, so it turned oh, into this great yeah. opportunity. Yeah, cool. Plus, plus, he may actually be better than Lin-Manuel, so, you know. Well, <laughs> there you go. The three different so, times, they're all just super. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, yes, yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think they, they've just done such a fine job with that. Did you see the one in Minneapolis? No. Okay. I, actually, I didn't see the first time till. I don't know how many years it's been out. No, okay. it's you know, been out been a while. It finally came down to Fort Lauderdale. It's been out like five years, I think. But Sounds the one in right. Minneapolis, the guy who played Aaron Burr, oh my God, was he unbelievable. He was really, really good. And then some of them was played he... two parts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, there are yep. a couple people oh, that play. Yeah. You know what? As long as you're talking about this, I would like to thank uh, Leonard Bernstein because he broke me free from all this. <laughs> I got to see West Side Story for five minutes and said, this ain't for me, and I've never seen a, a, a musical again. Thank God. Uh-huh. Yep. I West hate Story, musicals really? so much. Oh, it was horrible. It's incredible. <laughs> when you're sorry. a jet, you're a jet for life. <laughs> oh, God. The best. Are you kidding? Horrible. Have you seen Hamilton? Anyway. I was just on TV. It's really good. Oh, it I'd is be... really good. It's long. So I'm Hamilton having, Burger. you asked me how many times on TV, um, three and a half times. And I have some of my lady friends coming over this afternoon. We're going to have a matinee, Monday matinee with Hamilton. Oh, my God. <laughs> the one that's on Disney? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yep. It is. Unbelievable. So, so, did you have your when you were in DC? Did you have your rocket launcher with you? 
No. And you did not <laughs> need it. No, you I suppose not. You did not need it. So what was it all about, Patty? What happened? My daughter Nina and I went. We went the day before just to do a little reconnaissance because I didn't, really didn't know what I was doing. I hadn't been in Washington, D.C. in so long. So there was hardly any people around the day before, of course. And then um, uh, on the 6th, everybody's like, oh, you got to be down at the Ellipse at 6 o'clock or something. I'm like, forget that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> why? You had to wait in line for a few hours. <laughs> but um, but we walked down there probably around 10. We weren't in a hurry. We, I, I could see it from our window, which was really kind of nice. So we were facing the Washington Monument. And you could see all the people going down there before the sun rose. Um, a lot of them, for sure. And then Nina and I walked down there, and everybody was pleasant as could be. No one, no fears, no nothing. Moms, dads, kids, normal folks. Um, it got started got, getting crowded down by where the stage was. Like, just crowded. Like, people were just trying. I'm going, Nina, let's get up front. And we started doing that, and I'm looking around, and I'm going, Nah, this is too crowded. And then you're standing there, so you're like, what do you do now? So, anywho, um, we walked back up around the monument, up on the hill, which, so you could see a little better anyway. And um, there's a big screen, um, but the people in general were just very normal, nice people, nice folks. Nothing, nothing terrible, nothing. There were, of course, I mean, I think you got to look at this thing. It's a bell curve, right? You got your left, you got your right, and then you got your little guys at the bottom of the pit who aren't, who can be nasty. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, right. Right. Now that's your no, one true. or half percent, whatever it is. But your bell curve and all is most of people. Um, and you had some, you know, people were dressed up kind of goofy. But, um, and then, you know, there, there were a lot of people praying, a lot of Jesus freaks. That was you know, I'm like, oh, wow. And then you'd hear someone, you know, lighting off the F-bomb on the other side of your ear. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the F-bomb, you got Jesus, you got everybody. Yeah, I mean, normal world, right? <laughs> um, so. And then, what? No, I, 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 I just want to get out of morning. your way. Yeah, it was, a, it okay. was cold and windy, but nice. And, um. People just meandered around. Nina and I walked around the monument up on the hill part cause, just because you could see better. And then we, you know, you just sort of walk around. And, I mean, you know, three hours of that, I'm like, all right. And you you couldn't, you didn't really have any um, service on your phone. I don't know what that was about. Someone said there's too many oh. people. Some people said it was turned off. So you couldn't have any service to really whatever. But the big screen kind of showed you what was going on. I, I did hear Giuliani um, talk. You could hear him. Um, and then Trump was supposed to be there at 11. I don't think he showed up till 12 or something. So about, or I don't know, maybe even a little after, because I remember I said, let's just go back to the room and charge our phones again. And um, we ended up listening to him on the speech on the telephone in our, I mean, on the TV in our room. And, um, I could still see crowds outside my window, um, but there was no whatsoever harm. You, you didn't feel any harm to anybody. And there were police everywhere. Police were nice. The people were nice. Really? Uh, yes. Um, so this is all going on 
before Trump's speech, and then I guess he came on somewhere sometime after 12. Um, and then Nina and I listened to him on the TV, and then we walked. We had a really nice hotel right in front of Free. Even the night before, there was a Freedom um, Freedom Park, I think they call it. Yep. And they had people speaking on, on you know, on the stage and with the microphones. And it was at this was at sunset, so it was dark. No one heard anybody. Um, no one was. I felt safe. Um, and so anyway, so back on the January sixth. So then we walk up to the Capitol. Cause that's what everybody said to do, you know, walk over to the Capitol. So we did. And uh, it was really pretty, nice, beautiful walk along the mall. Everybody has their Trump flags and trumping and saying stuff, um, selling selling all kinds of merchandise, of course. Um, sure. And then we get, we get to the Capitol. So it had to have been around the 1.30 hour. Um and Nina and I, we get to the end of the mall in front of the Capitol. I'm like, wow, what are all those people doing way up there? That doesn't look like that's a good thing. Um, there's a scaffolding there. I'm like, why would they have a scaffold? We're just sitting across the street watching this. And not thinking anything bad was really going to happen. You started getting, you started to hear a little bit more rowdy people, though, I have to say. Um, and off to my left, there are like four people and a, uh, three guys and a woman. So we were like at the street in front of the Capitol and then across the street, they're off on our left just yelling, come on, come on, come now, come now, you got to come down, waving people and trying to wave people up. Some people just walked past them like, well, who the heck are you? Um, I remember the one woman was getting frustrated because people weren't doing it. Um, and they kind of just sat there and with their horn and yelling, you know, waving, come, come, come this way. And then a young man, Michael, Nina's like, don't go up there, Mom. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's not a good idea. Right. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, and then, because uh, it was, the lawn wasn't quite full yet. It wasn't that full. You could see the people up on the stairs, but not the top stairs. Um, and, uh, a young boy, Michael, from Virginia, he said he was 19 years old, and he came, and, of course, I'm just ad talking to anybody, and he was like, Mom, why do you talk to everybody? So I just want to know what's going on. So anyways, Michael from Virginia, who's 19 years old, he came, he said, I was up there, and it doesn't look good. It, they're really not, it's, it's looking, a little, I don't know what he said to me, but it doesn't look good. It looks a little dangerous, or something to that nature. So we just sat, we, and he sat and checked. You know, chatted with us, and I said, "Why'd you come?" And he goes, "Oh, I just need to see all this. We had a bus, and and then this little old lady, about I don't know how old, he walks off with her in his arm." <laughs> oh, <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm like, because she, this little old lady's just standing there staring at me and him. So I don't know who she was. And then he goes, "Well, I gotta go now." And he takes this little old lady who was about five feet tall and walks her off with his arm. I guess it was somebody from Virginia with him. Um. And then, and then these people over on the left are still screaming, "Come on, run up here!" And, and then they, you could kind of see a little stuff up the front, but it didn't look, didn't look dangerous. I mean, it looked, it looked rowdy. So Nina and I walked around to the other side, around to the right side of it, to the front. I'm not sure which is the front or the back. Um, and the front was less people and just same old meandering around. Police were everywhere. Um, and, uh, nothing was really going on and we just sort of 
hang out there and listen to people. And then we start walking back to the to the um, mall side. And then someone goes, there's tear grass. You don't want to go that way. And um, when, like, people were shoving or pushing, I felt some in my eyes. I'd never felt it before. And I just put my mask on. I went, oh, shoot, there's something in the air. So we just mm-hmm. walked away from the Capitol a block over and walked down towards the mall and avoided that whole scene, which we didn't know the scene was going on because, again, you don't have any service. You're really not sure. And I go, oh, shoot, there's a bunch of SWAT people running up there in the green vests. So you did see them finally come, and uh, and you didn't – I didn't – I mean, we were too far away, but when we walked away, two blocks away, and then down towards the mall, then we came back open to the open mall, we looked up. And I'm like, whoa, those people really got up there. There's a lot of them up there, and I guess that's when all the stuff started happening. So that had been around that 2.30 hour, whenever they started breaking in, or the policeman letting them in. I don't know which it was. Mm -hmm. So So a question I have for you, Patty. You said there were police everywhere. Um, yes. But the, everybody's accusing the police of dropping the ball completely and not showing up, but you said they were everywhere. They were everywhere. Police cars everywhere. All the roads were blocked off. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe they weren't at those front doors. I don't. I mean, Just I don't know weird. why they wasn't. And why there was a scaffold sitting well, there, I don't know. That didn't make a whole lot of sense either. Yeah. For the scaffold, everybody like climbed up on it, and there was a whole bunch of people climbing up on it, and I don't know if that's how they mm-hmm. get up to the entrance, but I guess they just didn't have enough policemen at the front door of the at the doors of the Capitol. But then you see these videos, and it's just like what do they call them? just those little railings. I mean, policemen just kind of opened it up and said, "Well, come on," or so, I don't know what they said. I, I saw one thing. One video where the ladies, there's a woman kind of in the beginning of the door. She goes, I'm the press. What do we do now? And he goes, come on. I'm like, what? <laughs> so. <laughs> well, the, there's the yeah. weird video of the police officers taking selfies with someone. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. Then, right. And then there's the other video of them fighting and tear gassing and the two guys. Uh, it's There's some craziness there. Yeah. And that looked out. That looked kind of on the outskirts, or maybe mm-hmm. at the beginning, at the, I don't know. But that's where we were, on the side of the of the Capitol, when we felt the tear gas. And so, you know, some people were like, there's tear gas, don't go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like on the front side. You kind of see that outside. And they were throwing some sort of bombs or bombing sounds. And I said, what is that? That was at the beginning. They go, oh, they're just trying to scare us away. I'm like, well, well I think it kind of works. <laughs> I mean, why do you want to go up there? <laughs> yeah. I it mean, works. you know, just like these bomb sounds. And um, in the meantime, so I, there are people egging people on. There are other people who are just ignoring it all. And again, that bell curve thing. If you just look at both sides, you have those little bit of zero five percent, point five percent, or one percent, whatever number that is. The most part, everybody was very normal genuine caring people hmm. my question that i do have is why would they block cell phone service because it doesn't matter how many people are there they're still going to get cell phone service i don't think they blocked i think no, it got overloaded yeah anytime yeah. i've ever been at oh, like really? a yeah. concert or a yeah. music festival it happens you can't all get the time any yeah. service yeah that's okay, remember how lame when is that product <laughs> 
Well, remember when uh, Pokemon Go well. came out and was like really, really big? Yeah. Anytime there was mm-hmm. like a special rare Pokemon in an area, the self service would drop because so many people oh, went okay. there to catch oh that God. Pokemon. And if that can do it, then, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Did you go do so, that? So, Patty. I didn't both. actually. Okay, good. <laughs> Patty, I got a question for you. So what do you think about this demonizing anybody that was at the rally because of these people that breached the Capitol? I mean, how do you feel That's about that? Right. It's not right at all. I mean, you have half the country that are Republicans and want patriotic good stuff to happen. You got the other half that are Democrats that want good things to happen. You've got those little ones at the bottom of the bell curves that are crazy and trying to cause havoc yep um but um no i mean just because people hate trump um so much they have blind you know they blinded themselves of anything Mm -hmm. good of anybody else in between um but that hatred for him is just like too much Do you think that but it might have been... I you, everybody I met couldn't have been more nicer and more normal. So, and I'd love to well, see nice who to that hear. horn guy was. You know the horn guy? He's an actor from first? Florida. <laughs> yeah, he is. Okay, this is, okay <laughs> listen to this one. And I don't know if this is true. Someone needs to check this out. So I see this thing where the, his, a guy's named Michael Voss, V-O-S. Do you know who mm-hmm. he is? I, you do? Why do I know that name? I do. Why? He is like a reporter. I think he's he's foreign, but he's he's in the state. He's Dutch. He has a selfie yep. oh, that day with the horn guy. <laughs> so that shows up. So Michael Vos has a selfie with the horn guy the day of. From what I saw, he's Pelosi's son-in-law. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here it is. The the selfie. What do you mean, What's yeah, well, about? Mike? What do you mean, yeah, well? Well, I, I mean, I've seen so many selfies that they put out. I mean, this has been done multiple times where they've tried to tie as if Pelosi was somehow behind what happened. Um, and I just think that's I don't sad. know behind it, but... Well, what's being I said mean, by that? When you, when you put out a picture of that guy out with somebody who's Pelosi who... What's trying to be said? What's the point that's trying to be said there? And she wasn't behind it. She wasn't involved in that. But there were people that were involved. There were people who gave him maps. There were people that were were tweeting out where she was. Those are all dangerous things. And one thing that's different about it is, and you saw it. I mean, the Washington, D.C., people look at as a cathedral or look at as a, as a special place. And when people went in there and did what they did inside of that, that was horrible and disgusting. I don't care who they are. And yeah. that's the part of it that's different. I mean, it, it, it's odd because Minneapolis only happened about four or five miles from my house, but I don't have anywhere near the same feeling as I do about people being inside the Capitol the way they were. And yeah. I was See, really I was very close scared. to Minneapolis. You know, and I was very scared when they were breaching the police stations. Oh, God, yeah. I, 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 I felt, I felt like third. that was really, I know, but so it was like, what stations. else is going to happen? Yeah. The fact that the cops were leaving and overwhelmed, that was scary to me. Sure. I mean, the police are our first line of defense against anything. And, and when they have to leave, that's very scary. None of them died in the third, and two of them died in the Capitol. 
So if, if the police are important and if being, being fair to the police is important, those people in the Capitol should be prosecuted fully. Because that's yeah, what we're supposed absolutely. to be doing. I think and all, for all riders the people, should be prosecuted. All the people that were posting, like, that wasn't us. That wasn't our supporters. It's pretty clear that there were a number of their supporters in there. Now, there's agitators and there's people who are anarchists. Completely agree. But the police were treated horribly. The stories that are coming out of Washington about yep. what the black officers were called inside the Capitol, that's disgusting. And... I don't know. Absolutely. I, no one's de- I don't think anyone's defending those Nobody people. died in the third. And that was one, as bad a decision as it was to give up the third in Minneapolis, nobody died. And that's the reason why they did what they did and the way they negotiated what they did. Now, if you Well, when it was happening, we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know? nobody was being told what was happening because you didn't hear about the discussions. And if you look at the press conference that next morning that was done, Walls didn't know about it either. That was something Fry did, and Walls was mad yeah. about it. And, um, you know, it's one of the few times I've seen him lose his cool in public. Who's that? Uh, Walls. Governor of Minnesota. Oh, she doesn't. Know. She, she's not Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. you're not. Oh, I, I apologize. I thought you were uh, originally a Minnesotan. Nope. Well, I think we can all agree that both of all of this rioting and breaching public buildings needs yep. to stop. Yeah, I'd like that. And and we well, can't say your, your side did it. My side. Sorry, yeah, Patty, I ahead. mean, both sides are bad. If, yeah. you, if you defy federal property and tear down monuments and break in, you know, federal buildings, yeah, yeah you've got to get in trouble for that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but didn't President Trump over the summer uh, have the ruling against that? So these people will get prosecuted. Oh, yeah. Whoever they will. Yep. They, yeah. But <clears throat> they, they will. should have been doing that all summer long as well. I mean, what? What? I mean, it's yep. not like you're good. I'm, I'm, I can do it here, but you can't do it there. And I mean, that's ridiculous to think that thought. Both sides are all. I mean, if you defy public property, federal property, you can't do that. You're not allowed. You go to jail. Ah, uh, that is true. Also, 25 people were killed in different locations across the country this past year, uh, 2020, I should say. And it, it just only 25. The fact that all these people in 2020, yeah, only 25. Well, no, now it's no, it's up to over 30 now. I think in what in riots around the country. Oh, in riots around the country. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got to well, you killing people. Could we stop with the killing yeah. people? That'd be really great. That'd be nice. I'd like it. Well, we have to start agreeing to talk instead of sitting there screaming about well, yeah, everything. As long as everyone's making an excuse for their side's riots, then nothing's going to get accomplished. Yeah, Except exactly. maybe civil war. No rioting. No rioting. We, Patty, uh, I want you to do me a favor. I know it's your birthday, so keep it down to like seven, eight bottles of wine, okay? <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking grapefruit juice right now. Mm. <laughs> Florida's <laughs> finest. <laughs> Florida, yeah, Florida's <laughs> finest. Patty, thank you so much for your time. It was a great take on it. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you for asking me. Y'all take care. Right, Happy bye. birthday. Patty Barr, ladies and gentlemen, Catherine's, but well, friends of the family. Johnny Barr, her husband's an old friend of mine, and Patty and Catherine are good friends too. I actually, as it turns out, we know about four or five people that were there that day. Yeah, and, shockingly, yeah. It, it wasn't political either. It wasn't they weren't there because they were Republican or Democrat? They were just there. Whoa. That was a big thing. Okay, what? Well, what? Are, are you cumulus? Cumulus. Am I cumulus? Yeah. yeah. Is 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 um, KQ cumulus? 
Yeah. Oh, they are. Because do you know that Hedda Cumulus came out and told Shapiro, uh, Bajanio, and Levin that they can't talk about the election anymore? I'm sure. Well, oh, yeah. You mean on the radio? Yeah. Oh, they, they sent me a message that said if anybody talks about, well, in a certain way, you could talk about the election, obviously, but if you take a take a, a, a position either way far left or way far right, you could be fired yeah. for doing that. Oh, yeah. Yep. That doesn't surprise yeah, me at I got all. The, I got that. E- I got that email. I, you know, and I, you know, they know me. I was going to do it anyway. But they said, make sure everybody on your show does not take a either far right or far left position because we don't want to hear it. And I think, don't blame them. What if you take both at once? Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, that's what I do. Yeah, I just, really just take that. both positions at once. <laughs> I, I condone both sides of the riots. <laughs> Uh, we do have to take a break here, but you know we'll we'll get back to it. We just enough with the violence and the burning and the rioting and the blah. All, just all of these people. You're not in third grade anymore. Grow the hell up, for Christ's sake. We got to take a break because Kostaki Economopolis is going to join us in just a couple of minutes with the family. Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. By now, you've all heard me talk about MyPillow and how it's literally changed my life. My friend Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, fit me for my very own MyPillow, and I haven't stopped raving about them since. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. Made in the USA. If you don't have a MyPillow or know someone who doesn't, now is the time. Because for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows, yes, the one that started it all, for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for $29.98, regularly $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more, by the way. Folks, now is the time to buy. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, but they are the best Christmas gifts ever. $29.98 for a queen-size premium MyPillow. Buy now, and Mike will extend his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. Try to keep forgetting. I can't sing along with stuff. I can't do that. I keep forgetting that. that. It's very bad. It sounds really, really bad. I've heard it sound. It's way off time because there's a delay. But working from home, that'll happen, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, just let me know when Kostaki's ready to go, will you? He is. Oh, I can hear oh, the open line right now. Mm-hmm. Kostaki Economopolis, how you doing? You know, i got to bring something up to you. Yeah. Uh, Kostaki, this is something I don't know that I've ever seen before, but I paid. I don't know why I even noticed it this morning. We're in a situation where the Minneapolis Star Tribune, which is the biggest newspaper in the state of Minnesota, I cannot find on their, their first page of their website any of the football scores from over the weekend. They're not on the front page of the... What happened to the NFL? <laughs> Man. Seriously, they're just gone. Nobody cares. Did you guys clock out? You're all done with the purple thing? This yes, year? yes, I am. I have been since it began. Oh, I don't I blame you. I'm talking oh, to you from Atlanta. You. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we got a guy from Atlanta. We got a guy from Boston and a bunch of people from Minneapolis. How's football doing in this crowd? Yeah, yeah that's well, we right. Got, we got <laughs> Patriot South going still. They're still in the that's playoffs. True. Oh, God. Yeah. Here we go. That's true. <laughs> well, that means if I got Stephon Diggs at Buffalo, then I guess Buffalo's my team then, Michael. Well, that's, that's, there's Same an thinking. argument for that. I mean, he may oh, be the okay. best receiver in all of football. You know, he is right. phenomenal. Why would we keep him? Well, because would we, we decide to keep the local guy. Tom, Tom Brady still in the playoffs. If he gets hurt, at least he has Medicare. That's good, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. He's, he's got a lot of records, Tom Brady, because he was playing before CDs and MP3s were invented. That's why he has a lot of records. Everybody <laughs> 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 get Brady man. and Breeze. What year is it? Are, are these the first players eligible for the vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> Their phase one A. So you got the Medal of Honor uh, joke all teed up. Oh no, you know I didn't know if it was going to happen. Is, did it happen? Is it happening? Yep. I think it's just been promised. Yep. I don't think it's happened yet. They're giving Tom Brady the Medal of Honor? No, they're going to give it to Bill. Oh, okay. So, Bill I mean, that Bill still Bell doesn't make Bell any Belichick. sense, but at yeah. least it makes a little more sense. Yeah. yeah. I know. I can't believe Brady got another bye in the playoffs. Right? He had to play the winner of the AFC East. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Good point. Uh, congrats, Brady. You you beat maybe the worst team in NFL playoff history with their fourth string quarterback barely. All right, good luck to you, uh, Heineke. Heineke sounds like a drunk Heineke. guy trying to order a Heineken. Right? Heineke. Heineke. <laughs> We're bearing the lead though with the Tom Brady comedy because the Browns won a playoff game this yep. weekend. Oh my. God. They tried to give it up, but they They were... did, actually. <laughs> it got a little dodgy in the third quarter. I was like, who gave the halftime speech? The Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> no, the Browns won. It's the best thing that happened to Cleveland since... Now it's definitely the best thing that happened to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Not... How about since Tom Gorman was born, my old buddy from Cleveland? How about that? Tom we'll Gorman. That. All right. Uh, Cleveland scored so fast, the cardboard cutouts hadn't found their seats yet. (laughs) That was a quick touchdown. Holy! That was ridiculous. You think the Steelers' towels are terrible? You should see their shotgun snaps. (laughs) Kurt Cobain had better luck with the shotgun. (laughs) Oh, well. Too soon. Too soon, really? Too soon. It's only only been 25 years. Too soon. That was the worst snap since Joe Theismann. Ooh. Oh, thank you. Ooh, God, that looked like it hurt. Yeah. That's, that snap was higher than Tommy Chong. That's a, that's a high snap. <laughs> what, what happened to the Steelers in this game? COVID put up a better fight against the Browns. 
goodness do, gracious. Do you know that the Jets have won more games than the Steelers in the last four or five weeks? Is that right? Well, yeah, I guess what? you're right. Yep. Yeah. It's one to two, two to one, two I think. To one. Yeah. Over the last month. That's right. <laughs> Here's a question. At what temperature does steel melt? melt? <laughs> yeah, apparently about 30 degrees on you know, a regular night. <laughs> good for Cleveland. Orange was due for some good publicity. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That is true. Uh, Roethlisberger has had more turnovers than our founding fathers had in their graves this week. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of turnovers. Oh! See, I like they turned over in their grave. I like it. <laughs> I like right. it a lot. This, this joke is the biggest stretch of the segment. You ready? Uh, the last time guys in yellow pants got spanked like this, Ronald McDonald got lucky at a cosplay party. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Bit of a stretch. Don't, you don't tell people you know me, do you? <laughs> traditionally. What? Not traditionally, yes. This game was sealed with an interception by Taki Taki, which sounds like a relative of mine. Right. Don't mind. Oh, Kostaki, Taki Taki. It's all the same. Taki Taki. Yep. Love it. Uh, you can watch the Bears Saints game this week on Amazon Prime, which is fitting because the delivery of touchdowns seemed to be slowed by the pandemic in the game. Uh, it was 7 to 3 at halftime. The game was as stingy as this latest stimulus package. Yeah. There's not a lot going on there. Uh, no. Titans out of the playoffs. The people of Tennessee haven't been this disappointed since they started teaching evolution. <laughs> oh, God. Was that a shot at uh, Spencer Tracy? Yeah. Is that what that was? <laughs> yes. Scopes trial comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's Scopes right. Tri- Scopes trial comedy. <laughs> nice and topical. Mm-hmm. Yes, right on topic. About 99% of people went, who the hell is Spencer Tracy? Very topical, right? <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, people of Tennessee haven't been this disappointed since they found out Daisy Duke was a fictional character. <laughs> Ooh, I can understand that. Since, since Dollywood stopped giving married cousins the family discount. <laughs> oh, God. You're, you're a horrible Whoa. human being, you know that? You really are. Since McNair's girlfriend got a motivational tape, right? Just do it. All right. Ooh. There's there's a lot of weird references in here today. McNair's girlfriend. Uh, The Rams won with TV. I've looked that up. (laughs) What is that? That one's got me puzzled. Steve McNair had a very ugly... I can't even talk. It's too awful. Okay. What? Oh, it was yeah. a murder suicide with the girlfriend. That's how oh. he went away. Yeah. Oh, went away. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So he so, went away. Yeah. Well, that's a dark. That's a dark joke. Holy yeah, it's dark. Holy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he already did the Cobain joke. Yeah. Let's see. I tried. To, that's why I tried not to explain it at the beginning. <laughs> we talked to you. Uh, it. It'll be great. There are people at home going, let's listen to the Tom Bernard podcast because Kostaki's going to tell a bunch of dead people stories. It'll be wonderful. Talk about a people that murder. killed themselves. Yeah. Yes, What's more exactly. funny than suicide? Uh, Murder-suicide. That's, yes. that's better. Yes. One level Much up. better. He's got that closer of Adolf was right. Oh, God. <laughs> the Rams. One with defense. They should watch that tape at the next meeting of Capital Security. <laughs> oh, that's a shot. I like they, it. 
Well, I mean, what, who was who was running that? Uh, Paul Blart. Like, Paul what Paul. happened there? <laughs> I, good reference. I like the reference. We get that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Nobody Paul died Blart. in that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Rams didn't let Russ cook. They haven't L.A. lockdowns done enough damage to the restaurant industry? <laughs> oh, they they only yeah. let Russ make toast. Every Saturday game had a diminished quarterback. Jared Goff was recovering from a thumb injury. Alex Smith nursing a calf injury. Philip Rivers parenting nine children. <laughs> he does have nine children. It's true. That's a lot. That's a big number. It's a lot. R- Rivers was really upset after the game. He's not used to having his passes rejected. Yeah. <laughs> See, get it? Nine kids, get it, kids? Nine children? Yeah. They should have put the wife in. She can really deliver. Huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Speaking of wives, does your wife talk to you after you do this show every Monday? Just take a day away. She doesn't even know what he does. I do sometimes run these jokes with the wife, and I'll get the same sort of frowns that I get from Catherine on some <laughs> So, in other words, all women. All, yeah. again, all right. women. Yes. Generally women. Exactly. You, should, you should hear the ones, Catherine, that we nix. I bet. We're we're able to carve out the yucky ones, so that's good news. That's a whole other segment we could do on those. (laughs) (laughs) No thanks. Uh, The silver lining for for Philip Rivers is that now I'll have more time to, you know, learn all of his kids' names. That's nice. Philip Rivers' homeschool is so big it receives state funding. It's a lot of of kids. I like it. I like it. Here's the Chris Eckstein has the all-pro lines joke of the week. Uh, Philip Rivers should back out of the garage. At least then he will have pulled out of something. <laughs> God, really? Okay. <laughs> God. Right. Uh, uh, the Falcons interviewed Eric Bieniemy. Huh. Uh, it's weird. I thought Ooh. the Bieniemy was already within. <laughs> Thank you. Oh God. How long have you been holding on to that joke? Wait, there's more. Uh, why not just get the wife? She's already sleeping with the enemy. <laughs> sleeping with the enemy. I like it. That's uh, what's his name? That's Chris. That's that's a uh, uh, what's Chris? What? Chris Berman. That's a Chris Berman joke. <laughs> oh, Chris Berman. Yeah, there you sleeping go. With the sleeping with the enemy. Always makes me giggle. Get in here, the car shield. Yeah, he's doing the car shield spots now. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. <laughs> Rumbling, stumbling. That's great. Yeah. I miss that guy. Mm-hmm. Who? Chris Berman? Chris Berman. Yeah. That's great. And, and, and Tom Jackson. Those two were, had such a great mm-hmm. chemistry. Yeah, they did. Actually. Yeah, they did. That show was great. That's true. All right, let's see if I can close on this one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers donated <laughs> 500000 to the Barstool Fund to help small businesses. That's oh, almost as much gee. as Jim McMahon has spent while sitting on bar stools in small businesses. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, was that your closer? I want to make sure That's you were closed. I, I think we're all done here. That's not my closer, Please. but I'm done. Exactly. I have a question for everybody on this show. Yes. Please explain this to me. Why is it when a guy like Tom Selleck or, uh, you know, one of the uh, those brothers from Boston, what the hell's their name again? Uh, Wahlberg. Wahlbergs. Le- leaves a 2020 tip. 
That makes national news that a guy who's worth about $150 million leaves a $2,000 tip. I know. Who gives a shit? Who so what? I think it's just people I mean, need random acts of kindness mm-hmm. right now. Well, who, but there are so many of them that, that we've done in the past. I don't understand why they don't do them for everybody, you know. Yeah, yeah right. And there are, of course, you know bigger I mean? gifts and things that are happening all the time that aren't covered. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Right. Right. Yeah, that's it's a feel-good true. Story. It's an easy write-up. Maybe that's it. It's easy journalism. It's yeah. very well, easy journalism. Yes, <laughs> that's your answer. There's probably you a just template for it. You just uh, yeah. plug in a couple nouns like Mad Libs. Reposted an Instagram picture from yep. the waitress and call it a day. Mad yep. Libs. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kostaki Economopoulos has to go answer to his wife now after this show. That's right. That'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk to you now. Are you going to be on next week? After having an answer to your wife. That's a a double whammy. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) A double whammy. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Kostaki Economopolis will be right back with the family. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. We just came back to wrap it up a little bit here, don't you think? Yep. Got to wrap it up. Yeah, we just got to wrap it up. Because, Michael, you you got uh, something to do, what, Wednesday? So you better leave now. (laughs) Something to do Wednesday? (laughs) What? Yeah, you don't have anything today or tomorrow. You just got the open docket. I got more means to come. So, plus, got to get out More there and yell at people who are on their cell phones. That's my new, <laughs> my new activity in life: is showing my hands and showing hands free to people. Uh, I love it. So, one of these days I when know, you hear I, I got shot on the road, you'll know <laughs> why. <laughs> I'll just say, who, Michael? Who? I don't yeah. know him. What are you talking he was about? Protesting uh, hands free again. Jazz hands in his car. Once again. Mm-hmm. Jazz hands. <laughs> I mean, do they even make so anyway, new cars that don't have hands free? I feel like they probably don't. Well, mine, like my car, I can get text messages through, but I can't respond. Yeah, but you can call. That's. But people don't call. That's true. That's (laughs) weird when you get a text that the car reads. Yeah, that's what my car does. I had to rent a car and I had a friend that was texting some stuff about some football games and not very kindly to the the player. And suddenly my son is like, wait, what the hell? Uh, (laughs) Oh, I know. I was in in the car once with Dan and I had a friend text message me stuff like pregnancy stuff. And he was like, I don't need to know this information. About gaping wounds. Gaping wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about our gaping wounds. Centimeters. Exactly. Dilation, uh, all of so that. So many centimeters. <laughs> what what TV show were you ranting about today? On on you were talking about some TV show that was so great. 
today. I, I never heard what show it was. Oh, Your Honor. Oh, was it? What, oh, you oh, were talking about Your Honor. Again. That coyote? is a great show. Coyote. Coyote oh, God, about real coyotes. Living All coyote. real coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest part of that is, is Catherine goes. I wonder if he's big enough, unlike the other coyotes, to actually bring someone across the border. I did not say that. <laughs> Honestly, God, I still can't believe that some people in our government thought they were talking about real animal coyotes. Yep. We've had a lot of oh, coyotes in our backyard. Oh the yeah. Last that, oh yeah. That is weird. So to see many. It. And coyotes are. Ugly animals. Those they're are, they're yeah, nasty they really little are. things. They're vicious. I was. They're not nice. They yeah. really are. May scares mm-hmm. them away. Okay. We got to wrap it up, but I want to ask Michael one more legal question before you go. Sure. This is a breaking story. It just yes. Who can I sue? Michael, <laughs> I like to sue someone. Please. Um, there's a place down in Florida. It's not around anymore, but it used yeah. to be called. It was who can I sue dot com. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's wonderful. Nice and healthy. Mm-hmm. Nice yeah. and healthy. Okay, my question is this. This just mm-hmm. broke on uh, Wall Street Journal within the last hour. Parler has sued Amazon after the tech giant kicks a site off its servers. Can they sue them, or can Amazon do whatever they wish to do? Well, you, you can sue some. Just because you can sue somebody, just because you can do it, doesn't mean it's going to be successful. I think they're going to have right. some real problems with it because you got an independent com- company. Um, I'm not in favor of censorship. I'm not in favor of doing those things. But when you got an independent right. company, they get they're allowed to do things that independent companies can do. And I think I pointed out uh, is you know Bernie Sanders and and Warren were very active in trying to do things towards Twitter and and Facebook and uh, people mm-hmm. opposed it because yeah. of yep. free enterprise. And now suddenly those same people are suddenly like, whoa! But you can't do that to me. So yeah, but know. you can't. We can't have companies with just free will and doing whatever they want. But, Why did we give them that much power in the first place? But it seems to me like if there's if like like the guy's book, the the congressman from Missouri with Simon and Schuster. If it's gonna make money, there'll be somebody that published it because they want to make money. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't like the hit, Hitler. I don't like the Hitlerian uh, silencing people. I, oh, I agree. Awfully Hitler-like. To yeah, me. I agree. I, I, I agree. don't care for Hitler-like. it at all. So, but I'm not a big proponent of like of, uh, of any activities like that where you're you know uh, no, stopping either. people no. from saying what they want to say. Because, like I said, I'd love uh, for Trump to still be on Twitter just to find out what he's thinking. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know? There you go. He'd at least tell well, us that was m- what he's thinking. You know. That's my point. It's like, don't you? want to know what people are saying if you mm-hmm. are afraid of them I'm i mean just, i kind of want to know yeah. waiting for an emergency broadcast on my phone had a bagel this morning terrific <laughs> yeah best bagel i've ever had <laughs> where's that gonna come from <laughs> emergency yeah, broadcast that's gonna be a while <laughs> ebs exactly yep. i have a random right, i have a random exciting fact oh. that mom will be happy all right. about all right well jeff bezos is no longer the richest man Who's richest no, now? Not. Elon Musk passed him this weekend. Wow. Yeah, he did, yep. They're going to be going back and forth did. over and over for the next 30 years. How would you like to be in that race? <laughs> yeah. Just be one that... What I'm life like, must I, I'm be. okay with second or third. That's yeah, fine. like, I don't yeah. need... I'm fine. Like, 27th feet. Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Five yeah, most people be happy with a thousand. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your dad said he'd be down to, what, 10 people if you had that much money? 
that you'd talk to? Uh, I said 15. 15. <laughs> if I had, no, actually, I was talking about a different person we won't identify, but I said, if I had $300 million in the bank, you would be one of 15 people I'd even talk to. And Michael said, how many people you talk to now? And I said, 16 or 17. Yeah. <laughs> so, there, so there you go. Imagine the yeah. backstabbery and the yes manning. Oh, I can't, God. You, God. Yeah, your life would be over. You would just be money walking around. I'd be like, what's his yeah. face that just has like a small house in the woods somewhere and just like leave me alone. Yeah, really. If you had that much Thoreau money? Or, yeah. Really? I would not want that much money. I yeah. would not want to live any sort of lavish anything. I'd like anything. to give it a run. I travel a lot. Just to see how much a... I could burn through. <laughs> I'd convert a volcano into a lair and then I'd live there. <laughs> Like a dragon. Yeah, there you go. Do something like, like totally insane. Yeah. You know, like like buy a bunch of oatmeal and put it in the town square yeah. or something. You yeah, know? just because you can. I'd buy an island and then have it terraformed into the shape of a skull. And then I'd live in it. That would be my home. <laughs> Plus, you, you could do like a, Travel by jetpack. You could do like a, like they do in the movies and like just go buy a company and fire everyone. Just yeah. you don't like yeah. that. I just feel like. There you go. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.